In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My uh, Old Testament professor from seminary is a pastor at a very large Baptist church in Alexandria, Virginia. And sometimes in her sermons, she will refer to her congregation as saints. That is, she will say things like, now saints, what I'm about to say here is yada, yada, yada. Or saints, listen up, because this is important. And the first time that I heard her say this, the first time that I was addressed as such, I was honestly a bit taken aback. Because while I know in my head that we are all saints, my automatic reaction is to imagine a saint as someone like Julian of Norwich, who encountered Christ in Revelations and then shared her experiences with the world through beautiful writings. Or someone like Jonathan Myrick Daniels, who gave his life for the life of another. In other words, when I imagine a saint, I think of those elite super-Christians whose lives are set apart as distinguished and exemplary by the church. Those whose self-sacrifice, witness, virtue, and accomplishments have made them somehow set apart. Now, I'm aware, very much in contrast to these super-Christians, that I can be selfish and impatient. I know that I struggle to always love God and my neighbor when life gets tough. Now, I'm not sure if I will ever accomplish anything grand enough to be worthy of the title of hero of the church, nor am I convinced that that should be a goal of mine. But my professor's practice of calling her congregation saints is an important one because it is a way of reminding them and now a way of reminding us that we are, in fact, saints by virtue of our baptism. And it is an important practice because it is a way of putting into place a self-fulfilling prophecy. That is, if we think of ourselves as saints of God, then we might very well live into this reality more fully. Our Episcopal Dictionary defines a saint as a holy person, a faithful Christian, one who shares life in Christ. And while I may not always feel as if I am holy enough or faithful enough or adequately sharing my life with Christ enough, by virtue of my baptism, I can rest in the hope and the assurance that I have been deemed a saint of God just as surely as you have been deemed a saint of God, and just as surely as Charlotte and Nora and James will be as we baptize them in just a few moments. Because when we are baptized into the body of Christ, into the communion of saints, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. That is, we are fastened and knit into the body of Christ as saints of God, as holy people who the Holy Spirit has gotten hold of and is making more holy. 
as our canon to the ordinary Jeff Evans put it yesterday. And I like his definition, this idea that a saint is someone who the Holy Spirit has gotten hold of, because it points to the truth that we are both already saints. We are already sealed as Christ's own forever. We have already been made holy in the eyes of God. And we are always still becoming saints. We are always being made more and more holy. We are always being knit more fully, woven more fully into the body of Christ as we engage in the work that we have been given to do. The work of building the upside-down, inside-out world of the kingdom of God, which has been presented over and over and over again in the Gospel of Luke over the last few months. The kingdom where love of and devotion to wealth and possessions and fleeting happiness and worldly success carry little value. Because as our gospel today reminds us, it is the poor, the hungry, the grieving, and the reviled who have a special place in God's heart. The kingdom where we are asked to turn the other cheek and give of ourselves and of our gifts freely. The kingdom where we are called to not only love our friends, but also our enemies the kingdom where we are called to do good to those who hate us. And so in order to do this work, to live into this call as saints of God, we need to continue to show up to this time, to show up to this place, to show up to one another, to take part in these sacraments and pray for the church and for the world so that we have the strength and the wisdom to care for and love God's people by resisting those things that seek to chip away at the love of God, even when it means forsaking revenge and turning the other cheek, by striving for justice and peace for all people in all areas of our lives, even when it means giving away our shirt to someone who has already taken our coat by respecting the dignity of every person we encounter, even those who hate and revile us, by declaring through word and deed the good news, the hope that we have as an Easter people who look for the resurrection of the dead, by seeking and serving Christ in all people, even our enemies, and when we fail, by repenting, returning to the Lord, to the way of love and justice and peace. This life of sainthood that is outlined in our Beatitudes and recited by our baptismal covenant, this life of being made holy and making the world around us holy in return, is not for the faint of heart. But thankfully, we do not do it alone. The Holy Spirit has indeed gotten hold of each and every one of us and is actively giving each of us a spirit of wisdom and revelation, as the author of Ephesians writes, so that we can come to know God more and more fully. And as a result, come to know ourselves, our true saintly selves, 
more and more fully. Because as the Spirit works in our lives, making us more holy, those things which keep us from God, wealth, power, success, hatred, those things become less important, while the things that draw us deeper into the heart of God, love and justice and mercy and kindness and compassion and forgiveness, all those things become more and more important and set us free and give us the strength to be the saints we were created to be. So, saints of God, as we celebrate and remember all those saints who have come before us and all those who will come after us, those with whom we are knit together into the body of Christ, let us surrender our lives to the spirit who has already gotten hold of us and let that spirit work in our lives so that we too can sing to the Lord a new song, a song of freedom and joy, resurrection and abundance, a song of life and love and peace, a song of the saints of God. Amen.